Clancy Pasta presents, I got a packet of strange seeds in the mail, written by Captain Figuratively. Life has been rather boring in my place recently, with only my houseplants for company. I've always considered myself to have a green thumb, between a few gifts, some old vegetables and fruits, and cuttings plucked from bushes while the owners aren't looking, I've got enough healthy plants to fill every window with greenery. People sometimes tease me about having plants for kids, but for a busy introvert like me, the slow growth of my plants is more satisfying and quieter and cheaper than any baby or pet could be. One day, when I took my morning step outside my door to get the mail, I was surprised to see a small package among the ads and bills. I hadn't bought anything online in weeks. Maybe it was some error? I dumped the rest of my mail into the table and picked up the padded envelope. Apart from my name and address printed on a label near the top, the entire package was printed in a language that looked vaguely like Chinese. Awkwardly taking off one of my plastic gloves, I pulled out my phone to use Google Translate, but the label must have been too scuffed since it didn't even recognize the text. With my gloved hand, I even more awkwardly ripped the package open, and out fell a clear plastic packet of seeds. There were no labels or markings on the packet itself, and nothing else in the packaging. Only about 40 clean, pale seeds that looked a bit like lemon pips, but larger. Well, it didn't take much to make me curious nowadays, and this did it. Planting those seeds would be a nice break from scrolling through Reddit and staring at the wall. I threw out the padded envelope with the rest of my junk mail and washed my hands and looked around for an empty pot. There weren't any, so I ate the last two butterscotch cookies. It wasn't idle snacking if it's for a purpose. Rinsed out the empty plastic tray and filled it with potting soil. Then, I carefully cut open the packet of seeds. I planted nine of them, burying them in the dirt at what seemed like the right depth. I squeezed the makeshift plant tray between two other pots on my windowsill and waited. For two weeks, nothing seemed to be happening. Every evening, when I watered my plants, the container of dirt sat there, same as ever. I was beginning to wonder if the seeds were even still good. However, on the fourteenth day, something changed. A tiny rounded spot of green poked up in the corner, still too small to tell if it was a seed leaf or the curve of the stem. They were just slow growers, I thought, but soon I'd be able to tell what my mystery seeds would be. The next evening, I went straight to the container of dirt. Now there were two rounded green sprouts. Both of them were the same size, about as big as the seed itself, with no plant features visible yet. I frowned. The first one should have pulled itself out of the dirt by now. These had to be incredibly slow-growing seeds. Also, neither of the two was in the corner of the tray where I'd seen the sprout yesterday. I must have turned the container around or something when I wasn't thinking about it. So puzzled by the seeds, I hardly looked at the other plants I was watering. This was a mistake. When I woke up the next morning, a shocking sight awaited me. All my plants had tattered, ripped-up leaves. Some of the tender stems were cut through and had vanished, leaving only a short stump and a few wilted leaves sitting next to the pots. Both of the mystery sprouts were missing. How had this happened? I cleaned up, saving whichever plants I could, 
and throwing out those that were completely destroyed. There was no sign of any pest that could have done such damage. When I came to the tray of dirt, I hesitated, but decided to leave it as it was. There were still seven seeds in there, and if none of them sprouted, I could always plant more later. The thought consoled me a little, but I was still confused and upset for the rest of the day. That evening, after watering my remaining plants, I decided not to go to my room. I perched awkwardly next to the windowsill and took out my phone, glancing up from time to time to look at my plants. At about 11pm, a soft scraping sound started coming from the dirt tray with the seeds. I slipped my phone in my pocket and turned my head slowly towards the tray. In the dim light from outside, I saw the tip of a round green object barely showing through the dirt. The green curve trembled and then suddenly split apart like a thin membrane. Out poked two narrow legs and a head. Then the biggest insect I had ever seen emerged from its cocoon. I scrambled for the light, but the bug was faster. With an angry buzz of wings, it launched itself into the air and straight at my face. I tried to swipe it away, but it dodged easily and landed on my cheek. I screamed, closed my eyes, and felt a sharp pain just below my left eyelid as the bug's jaws clamped down. Instinctively, I reached up and yanked it away. My hand was filled with a moist, crunching, buzzing blob of legs, but the pain in my face was still there. I dropped the body, ran into the bathroom, somehow turned on the light, and carefully opened my other eye. In the mirror, I saw the clacking green head of the bug still attached to my face, the size of a grape with antenna waving wildly. As a mixture of bug guts and my own blood dripped towards my mouth, I tried to pull the twitching mandibles out of my skin. My hands were slippery, but at last I managed to get it off and flung the head into the sink. The jaws clicked one final time, and then went silent. After washing my hands, washing my face, washing my hands again, waiting for the bleeding to stop, washing my face and hands yet again, and trying too hard not to cry, I mustered up the courage to open the bathroom door. I turned on all the lights, cleaned up the mangled body of the bug, and then took the tray of dirt off my windowsill. In the dirt, I found one other rounded green cocoon, which stretched from the bottom of the tray to just beneath the surface. Another day, and it would have grown so large that the tip would have shown. I also found two white grubs the size of my thumb. I squished all of them and threw the remains in the trash. The only other things in the dirt were some scraps of green membrane already beginning to decay. If you ever receive some strange seeds in the mail, do not plant them. Do not throw them in the garbage either since they may survive to be buried in the landfill and start to grow. Your only safe option is to destroy them without a trace. As with many things, the question is not if they will grow, but how. Thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoyed tonight's story. 
If you did, make sure to check out more of the author's work in the episode description and go to youtube.com slash clancypasta to hear new episodes first. And if you'd like your story featured in an episode, feel free to email it to clancypastastories at gmail.com. You can always get your creepy cool merch at teespring.com slash stores slash clancypasta store. And I hope you all have a great night. Cheers. <laughs>